millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone who plays video games knows there are, broadly speaking, two types of bad games. Either something is literally just bad, broken, buggy as hell, and genuinely not worth your time, or there's that perfectly charming, definitely not very well made, definitely a 6 out of 10 game that's perfect in its own weird little way. I'm Scott from WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 utter trash video games you love anyway. Number 10, Alpha Protocol. Sometimes raw ambition is all you need, and though everything from Alpha Protocol's lack of polish to its positively diseased crouch animation was hilariously off, a Mass Effect-style spy RPG is the best idea on the planet, and many of us will take it regardless. Coming from Obsidian, a studio that used to be forever burdened by grand ideas and no time to implement them, you customize one Michael Thornton to play and talk however you like. You can be Born, Bond, Sam Fisher, Solid Snake, or anything in between. Player choices change your path through the story and its characters dramatically, with dialogue options and the mechanics therein being super fun. As a spy, manipulating people is your job, and that means deciding who are your real friends, who might betray you, and who could be an unwitting asset to you somewhere down the line. Sometimes it's all three. Couple all this with various infiltration methods and gameplay options ranging from all-out stealth to procuring firearms and rocket launchers, and Alpha Protocol really was the spy sandbox we didn't know we needed, providing you could get past all that junk and randomized headshots. Number 9. State of Emergency Don't know about you, but in a post-GTA 3 haze, all teenage me wanted was digital carnage. State of Emergency, besides having a banger of a theme song, was literally that in intravenous form. Notable for being a Rockstar-published follow-up to GTA 3 developed by Viz, this 3D brawler gave you a handful of barely animated characters, tons of weapons, melee attacks, and finishers, then designed missions around full-blown city riots. There's some story here about an evil corporation and whatever else. The real fun was in battering everyone and everything using whatever you could get your hands on. There's something incredibly cathartic about turning a digital shopping mall into a wreck of smashed glass and fire, all while impressive for the time amounts of NPCs charge around looting what's left. Number 8. Mark Echoes Getting Up. Contents Under Pressure I literally can't put into words why, but Mark Echo's getting up, content under pressure, felt like a cultural movement. You remember where you were when you first heard it was happening. You remember barely knowing who Mark Echo even was, but you knew you cared and had to see what the hell this thing was going to be. Well, you play as Train, a graffiti artist who forms a rebellion against the man because they're trying to end all art and self-expression. It's like working for Netflix. Q rising from street tagger with simple designs to full-on rebel leader with political messages inciting rebellion, all backed by a chunky combat system and genuinely really cool artwork mechanics. The whole thing kind of feels like if Banksy was in V for Vendetta and it just works, when it's not falling apart at the seams. 
Mark Echo's getting up oozed potential underneath all those bugs and that half-baked feel having so much style and personality to this day. Also, the soundtrack slaps. Number 7. Star Fox Adventures Star Fox Adventures was one of the most confusing game releases ever. The once incredible idea of Star Wars by way of Nintendo with transforming starships turned into McCloud now on foot with a magical staff as he talked to dinosaurs. It felt like we were playing two completely different games, and while franchise fans swore it off, there was always a charming, well-animated, and fun game at the core if you could take it for what it was. Honestly, for the time, Adventures featured one of the most polished and detailed game worlds we'd ever seen at that point. It was the first time many gamers had seen fully rendered fur, for example, intricate texture detail, and a combat system that essentially took the basics of Zelda and just ran with them. Sure, it's got nothing to do with Star Fox, as we'd later find out the brand was literally stitched onto in-development title Dinosaur Planet, but Adventures always had its fans, and for good reason. Number 6. Deadliest Warrior Deadliest Warrior, the Spike TV show that used very dubious science to find out which of history's greatest killing machines would win in a fight, was the perfect video game. Presenting such classic matchups as Spartan vs. Ninja, Viking vs. Samurai, and Saddam Hussein vs. Pol Pot, let's say the boat was pushed so far out even the creators didn't know when to come back. Deadliest Warrior the game then looked exactly like what you'd expect from a title farted out to meet the apex of a show's popularity. Screenshots and snippets of gameplay felt like when a character in a movie plays a fake video game, but hands-on it was actually kinda awesome. Instead of creating a cheap cash-in, this was straight-up Bushido Blade with more options. A fully 3D fighting game, players could select not only their character, but also a suite of weapons. Combat was semi-realistic, as damage was location-specific. With one hit, you could take out an enemy's arm, or drive a spear right into their chest, killing them instantly if you got the timing right. This strategic approach to a fighting game, I'd argue, hasn't ever been fully capitalized on, with the likes of For Honor getting the closest back in 2017. Number 5. Deadly Premonition A game so uniquely bad good, even the sequel couldn't replicate its charms quite the same way, developer Swery's parodic take on Twin Peaks and Western murder mysteries is an absolute must-play. It's literally a goat, and I'd argue deserves a place in the best games of all time. However, honestly, it plays like hell. Its shooting feels awful, the controls and aiming suck, driving makes the frame rate tank, and the script is all over the place. And yet, it's the near-perfect embodiment of the essence I'm getting at across this list that'll make me recommend it forever. Number 4. Earth Defense Force EDF is one of those if-you-know-you-know know kind of games. Like any cult B-movie, it's the cheesy mess of terrible writing and mindless non-stop alien headblasting that's precisely, scientifically why it's so great. Shooting and exploding bugs the size of houses and robots the size of skyscrapers just does not get old. It's everything video game haters say is bad about video games, that they're just mindlessly violent wastes of time, yet it wears that idea on its sleeve, face, and every surface possible. In seriousness, EDF could do with its Monster Hunter World moment to really bring in that global audience. But as a shameless monster shooter for now, scores of fans love what it brings to the table. Number 3. Mission Impossible on the N64 Yep, the N64's other spy game was less Goldeneye and more Hitman, before Hitman even existed. Levels were large open spaces, and completing a mission felt more like solving a puzzle. Progression was mostly non-linear, requiring you to make the most of your arsenal of neat spy gadgets to take out specific individual targets. Actually figuring things out and beating a mission felt like a genuine accomplishment. Add on specific set pieces from the first movie, and though there was a lot of trial and error game design and horrendous shooting, Mission Impossible remains a firm cult classic. Number 2. Mobile Suit Gundam Federation vs. Xeon 
In Federation vs. Xeon, you don't take the role of the main character. Instead, you essentially play what would be a faceless NPC in any other Gundam game, or action game in general. You still take part in legendary battles from the series, watching Amuro Ray zip around in his RX-78-2 Gundam, while you, the anonymous grunt, fight other anonymous grunts all around him. Somehow though, it just works. The clunky controls oddly make it feel like you're realistically piloting this giant war machine from place to place, lining up shots and fighting the controls to emerge victorious. As you complete missions and rise up through the ranks, you gain access to a staggering number of mobile suits, each with unique stats and abilities. Eventually, you'll even unlock your own Gundam, and while that breaks the canon and annoyed many fans at the time, at some point we just needed to top this off by piloting a Gundam in a Gundam game. And number one, The Simpsons Wrestling. Talk to anyone who played The Simpsons Wrestling today and you'll hear one of two takes. Either it's one of the worst video games ever made, a true affront to all that is good and pure in the universe, or it's one of their fondest childhood memories. I, for one, am very much the latter. Firing up a PlayStation to play a Simpsons version of something that barely qualifies as wrestling, Big A Productions' title was made up of little more than putting two beloved Simpsons characters in a ring and then frantically punching and kicking each other until someone could be pinned. Seriously, just look at the gameplay. Just watching, you can tell it's atrocious, but also pretty accessible, simple, charming, and fun. The way the characters move, the speed at which they move, the special attacks, and all that random dialogue from the actual cast of the show. Flanders proclaiming I'm a mer-diddly-erderer while battering Lisa to the point of unconsciousness is absolute genius. Let it be known that yes, Simpsons Hit and Run is the king of Simpsons games, but the Simpsons trilogy of skateboarding, road rage, and wrestling had one hell of an energy I'll never get tired of. And those were just 10 absolute trash video games that I love anyway. Let me know your favorites down in the comments below, and please subscribe to the the What Culture Gaming Podcast. For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com, and I'll catch you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.